Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The American pastime. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7.15. In real time. Lindor drives it to deep right. Goodbye. Grand slam. Baseball stories, scores, and more. High drive, left field, going back at the wall. See ya. A home run, Aaron Judge. A moonshot. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. As you know, my Vaughn's been working on a couple of new pitches. The Eliminator and the Humiliator to complement his fastball, the Terminator. I heard that. Dynamite dropped in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Welcome into the Hot Corner. Or it must be a Wednesday. It's always a Wednesday, baby. We have the NIT on the tube, baby. Yay. Which stands for not in tournament. <laughs> Go Cougs. How's your bracket, Mike? Oh, I don't know. I haven't looked at it. You kidding me? <laughs> I got I got Rick rolled again. I made Why I'm, do I keep doing this? I made the bracket in two minutes. Uh-huh. I checked it after the first <clears throat> day or second day and saw a 17th percentile. I went, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I haven't even looked. I don't even know if I'm doing well. I mean, I have Arizona winning it all, so they're still in it. Uh, I got Rick rolled. I do this about every six years. I think Rick Barnes has a team that's going to go deep. And why I do this to myself, I have no idea. You know that that man can't win in the tournament. I know. And every, like, six years, I'm like, well, this team's pretty good. My favorite was people that... You know what? Next year, you're going to do it again. I know. My favorite part this year is that people were like, you know, I don't watch a ton of college basketball. You got any insight? I was like, this is all I'll tell you. The Big Ten is really good. And don't sleep on the SEC. That was the worst advice I could have given anybody. Yes. Because the Big Ten has been garbage. And, uh, and sleep the SC- on the SEC. And definitely sleep on the SEC. Yeah. Whoops. I, I believed that advice because I have not watched that mm-hmm. much college hoops this year. And I watched a ton of Big Ten this year. And I was they had like, a, every team was ranked. I was like, I know Auburn was ranked high for a while. So I was like, I'll, I'll trust his little Bruce Pearl don't action sleep in there. on the SEC. Right. I put Kentucky in the final four, <laughs> losing the first round. Big St. Peter's guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I think I had Tennessee going decently far as well. Had him in the final four. What am I, I doing? What, that's <laughs> what extreme. am I doing? I didn't. I didn't remember that Rick Barnes was their coach, though. I did. I was like, ah, Tennessee's pretty good. So dumb. Let's see. How's my bracket doing? You ask. How's Mike's bracket doing? Mine's not doing great. I know that. I mean, I'm batting a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, because I just didn't do one. Nice yeah. job, Joe. So Ooh. still in the nineteenth <clears throat> percentile, looking good. And I will say, going into a tournament with no brackets. Uh, much much better than you think it is, especially when you have to work with someone who has like two or three going and they're just constantly bitching and moaning about what game isn't going the right way and what they need to have happen. And I just I can kind of just sit there and watch the games and enjoy uh, that, myself. That's what I love about baseball playoffs. If my team's not in, I'm like, cool. 
I'll just watch this game. As someone who has a bracket and doesn't know what I picked, I'm enjoying the same exact experience you are. <laughs> I'm just watching the tournament. And I, and I will say this to you because I know that you were disappointed in me. There was one single game on the first night of the tournament. Uh-huh. It sucked me back in and saved me. Yep. Because I was watching on Thursday. And I was kind of like, okay, cool. It's tournament. Sure, whatever. I don't, I'm not feeling it this year. And then I got home. And I watched the second half of Murray State, San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. That game was great. Which was. That was awesome. I think the best college basketball game I've watched in years. That's awesome. And I know that we've had some good titles. And I know we went to overtime with Virginia. And Nova had a good shot. Just in terms of pure basketball, that game game, was fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. that was nuts. It was the overtime. I think they scored on every possession for the first three minutes. Both both schools. I know. I was pulling for the Donnies. I was too. And I and I watched <clears> that <throat> game and I sat there and I was glued to the screen and the game ended and I was like, Oh, I'm back. Mm-hmm. I'm back in, baby. And then the next day I missed some of the early games because I was, you know, doing some uh, stuff. You didn't miss much. I didn't miss Friday, anything. No. Friday was pretty bad, yeah. But the Friday afternoon games were better. And then I watched over the weekend, I was like, I'm back, baby. So I'm I'm fully sucked back into the tournament. And I watched it without remembering who I picked <clears> in my bracket because I didn't care. And I'm I'm almost like to the point where I think that unless there's an office pool, which there hasn't been for a couple of years, there are nobody in the office. Yeah, I'm not going to make there one on ESPN. There are nobody. Well, don't worry, we're all we're all idiots. Um, I'm not going to make one on ESPN. I'm just going to watch the tourney. Yeah. Like what? Why? What's the point? Yeah, and and I, I love that you brought up that Murray State game too, because right after it, after the game, uh, this is kind of the stuff I love. Because I play this game with some friends. We'll watch NBA. And I'm not the biggest NBA guy. And usually happens around playoff time. Where we love watching a game. And then there's like a role player that comes in. And you're like, like uh, for example, Joe's buddy, uh, Steven Adams. Like Steven Adams comes in the game. And somebody goes, ooh, Steven Adams. And we all stop and pause. And then Pitt. Pitt. Yep, we play that game all the time. We love it. So I like the reverse in the tournament. So after Murray State beat... The Donnies, Kentucky had lost earlier, and Ja Morant tweets out, well, at least one team from Kentucky won today mm-hmm. with the big eyes. And I was like, yes, I love it. I love it. Ja Morant? Yeah. Murray State. Murray State. And and I, I love that little reverse thing that Ja Morant probably would have died to go to Kentucky, but they were like, we don't know who you are. We don't care. You can go to Murray State. And now he throws shade at Kentucky. I love it. It's great. I love it. Absolutely fantastic. It's great. Oakley Doakley. Mike, we got baseball show here. Like, we're a real, full-on baseball dudes now. We are baseball dudes. We had our first fantasy draft this past weekend, which was way too soon for a fantasy draft, Yes, we did. But uh, it was that kind of triggered me into, like, having to pay more attention because I did the draft and realized that, oh, I'm not prepared for this. Like, the draft started, and I went, oh, God. If you look at my team, especially my starting pitchers, it is very obvious that I was not ready. Yes. Uh, I am actually pretty happy with my team, minus one snafu, which was drafting Chris Sale by accident. Yeah, sorry. Um, I uh, I had a pick, for those of you who play fantasy, where none of the guys on the board who were high on the board were worth it. Mm-hmm. But the other guys I wanted were so low down that I'm like, I'm not reaching for them. I can get them later. So I froze and I got to a point and I had like, I didn't have a position of need. I was like, just kind of picking. Yeah. You're looking for the best value. And I was like, I guess I'll take a starter. And there was like 30 seconds left. And I flipped over to my rankings page and like reading some stuff. I flipped back and I'm like, I'm going to take Frankie Montes because he's probably going to get traded. Sure. He'll go to a good team and he'll be good. I click on Frankie Montes. My mouse moves up to the draft button I click draft as it disappears. Who was first on the list? It was Chris Sale. You got timed out. I got timed out. Oh, By what? No. Like one <clears throat> iota of, of, of a second. Oh, no. And I saw, I was like, okay, fine. Who did I get? And I was like, Chris Sale. I was like, didn't he just get hurt again? And I clicked <laughs> on it. It's like, could be out for six months. I was like, <laughs> no. no! <laughs> Come on. Well, and my thing, I was telling you, I was telling you in the break, my thing was I was in the middle of doing something. Right at the beginning of the draft. Something that I could not be seen doing draft. Yes. And I looked at it real quickly. I ran to the bathroom, looked at it real quickly, made a queue together, and just looked at the best available of guys I was willing to take. So I had the third pick, but it's in the seventh round because it's keepers. And Corey Seager was there. And I was like, oh, I love Corey Seager. 
I like drafting guys I root for. He's in Texas. He'll probably have a monster year. They'll suck, but he'll probably have a monster year. Potential keeper. I'll grab Corey Seager. I have Carlos Correa. So it's like, cool. Now you have two really high-end shortstops. Awesome <laughs> job, dude. <clears throat> awesome job, dude. Yeah, I, I also... I forget about the players that aren't going to be available. Mm-hmm. And I I was sitting there. I think I finished in like fourth last year. So I had the eighth pick. And there are six rounds of keepers, guys. Mm-hmm. So all of the best players are off the board. They're gone. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, man, like none of these guys are truly appealing because these are the guys who were like maybe keepable, but mm-hmm. guys let go. So I took Christian Yelich. And it's like, <laughs> nice. It's, That's a good pick. Well, it's a good pick if he <clears throat> returns to form. Yes. But if he hits 230 again, then it's a terrible first round pick. <laughs> I saw somebody draft Jesse Winker in, in like the 10th, 12th round. And I was like, oh, I would have taken that guy way earlier. I didn't keep him. I, 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 I forgot him that. Yeah. And I forgot that you didn't keep him. Yeah. Well, that's our I fantasy. Did get, I did get the one guy I wanted to keep and didn't. I got him back. Yeah. I love when you do that. Dansby. Oh, Let's nice, go. Nice. Let's go. Well, that's our fantasy for the season. So I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, we're not doing that anymore, guys. <laughs> well, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we're gonna we got big John Sukanic in the house next week. Next week, so that'll be great. And I have a monster, monster surprise announcement for you and John that nobody knows what that is. Is it that you have picked your new team? No. You're gonna stick with the Guardians. It's a monster. Like it is blockbuster proportions here oh so you are not going to root for any baseball teams you'll just have to wait till next week my friend you're a free you're a true free agent you'll just have to wait till next week he's going to be a Dodgers fan and so we figured we'd spend this week uh let's break it down let's uh let's make some stupid predictions for what we think is going to go down and we'll look at the divisions and kind of uh, let's work roster resource yeah talk about some names i will also say this is my first show since the lockout has ended i was absolutely devastated i couldn't be here last wednesday welcome back joe welcome now i'm here for actual there will be baseball talk last wednesday i hosted and patrick did the producer i i heard about the switcheroo yes and uh you'll be glad to know that the baltimore orioles spent the fifth less least money in the offseason so they're not at the very bottom uh, that is surprising actually because i would have thought they were at the bottom with the amount of activity i saw well the a's have spent zero dollars <laughs> so you had that beat all right so we got that you can follow us on social media mike's on twitter mike lynch 27 you can find me on insta and twitter at p diddy 085 joe's on twitter and insta at joe fish three it's f-i-s-c-h holler at us 503-250-1080 is the text line, Wazoo, up 12, beginning of second half on BYU and the NIT. We come back. Uh, Mike, what do you, what do you want to just you want to just get the big dog out of the way? The ALEs? Yeah, you want to get the beast out? Sure. I, are we just going to go division by division, sure. like full preview as best as we can? Let's do it. All right. Let's, Let's do, do it because you know what we're going to do next week. Next week, we're going to do nothing. Yeah, next week, we're going to open <clears> baseball <throat> cards. Yep. Have some Cracker Jacks. We'll preview the Mariners. We'll talk Mariners with John, who is... In a very similar boat to me in our fandom of the offseason. Ooh, interesting. Which is, I've talked to, I'll give a little tease. Well, we got better, but I wanted more. Yeah. We're both in the same boat. Cool. Cool. So, so we got, so it's pretty cool. So we got to allow that to get to next week. But when we come back, we'll preview the American League East. That's next. The Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Seven nineteen here, live from the poop-filled Willamette. Cook uh, still up by eight. Sixteen left in the quarterfinals of the NIT, baby. I'm sorry that he keeps updating <clears throat> you about this, fellas. Why, Mike? Because who cares about the NIT, Patrick? You know, uh, Patrick, I went down a little bit of a... Only uh, people that have teams in it. <laughs> not even those people care. I went down a little uh, college basketball rabbit hole. Back in, uh, I believe, 2012, uh, your Cougs faced my Pitt Panthers in the coveted CBI tournament. Ooh, I remember the CBI. I think the CBI is gone now. I think, uh, I think it's, I think it's a basketball new, something. I think it's a new invitational. I think I just saw Middle Tennessee State won it. I think it's the basketball classic. Now. Yes, I, I think you're right, Mike. But um, And I remember this fondly because I was in Spokane when Pitt came to play in Pullman. Yeah, baby. And my buddy went to the game, my other Pitt Panther friend. And he. There were two of you? There, this is why he's a good friend of mine because <laughs> we found that out early in our I relationship. Love you. Yeah. Um, and I was pissed because I was literally like two hours away from Pullman up in Spokane. And I was with my uh, girlfriend's family. And so that's not something you can really like, hey, I'm going to split out for eight hours and go to a college basketball game <laughs> while I'm trying to get to know you all. Peace. Yeah. Pit one, by the way. Yeah. Go Pit Panthers, dude. Cocky sniff. I saw. Uh, I saw. 2012 uh, CBI champs, baby. Saw Jamie Dixon roaming the sidelines at TCU. Brought back some nice memories. Still got great hair, man. He does. That slick back. Yeah. He's got great hair. All right. Let's dive into the American League East here as we are previewing Major League Baseball going into this. I mean, Um, do we have to? I mean, (laughs) let's just maybe preview four of those teams. We, uh, uh, we usually so spread this clearly out. The last place team. <laughs> the, uh, the really unfortunate thing is, I did see that the Orioles had a point zero one percent chance by Vegas to win the division. Hell yeah! <clears throat> and Vegas gave them a zero point zero percent chance to win the World Series. <laughs> well, hey, the little Giants had a point zero one percent chance of beating the Cowboys, and they did that on that field that day. That great reference, true. great movie. That Rick Moranis, baby. Yep. Uh, there's honestly, there's really only one place to start when it comes to the American League East, and if we're talking sexy, my friends, that is the team north of the border. Yes, in the Toronto Blue Jays, who have clearly thrown up the flag and saying we are going for it yeah and uh their lineup is the most terrifying lineup in baseball you can obviously argue the dodgers as well but i'm going to put the blue jays just slightly ahead of the dodgers in terms of terrifying offensively offensively i'm saying yes. with freddie freeman with freddie freeman yeah wow just just a little bit of a hair above fair um my concern with the blue jays is not their hitting it's their pitching sure I think their bullpen leaves a lot to be desired. I think there is some big potential there. People will not know of him yet, but they will learn of him soon. Their closer, Jordan Romano, pitched in the closer role like for two months last year. Was quite good. He's on my fantasy team. And uh, he is supposed to have kind of a a, a true breakout year this year. 
behind him. I don't love the rest of their bullpen too much. And their starting staff is a lot of um, risky guys. Pull and pray. Yeah. They re-signed Jose Barrios, which is huge. He's very, very good. He didn't quite live up to the Minnesota level in Toronto, but he was still a good number one starter. Remember, they have Huynh Jin Ryu, although he's kind of fading as he ages. He's 35 now. Um, They signed Kevin Gossman. Who had a great year last year. One good year in his career, and it was last year, so there's risk there. And they signed Yusei Kikuchi, who really hasn't had a great year. Kind of an innings eater. Yeah, he made an an all-star game last year and then cratered completely. I think their best pitcher is actually Alex Manoa. You've been on this train for weeks now. Um, He's on roster resource projected as their fourth starter. That dude is 24. His slider is amazing. He's a first-round draft pick, 11th overall from 2019. He wears number six, which is always silly to see pitchers wearing single-digit <laughs> numbers. Is, it is. But um, he is really, really good. So I'm I'm high on him. I think Barrios will be good. I'm a little bit nervous about the rest of their staff. But, I mean, if your lineup, if they stay healthy, goes Springer, Bichette, Vladdy Jr., Teoscar Hernandez, Matt Chapman, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Kevin Biggio, Randall Gritchick, and Danny Jansen, like eight of those nine <clears throat> are terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, so, as, and and especially Teoscar was having a great having a great couple years before he got hurt. Yep. Um, I mean, Grichek has always been a highly touted prospect. That's never really put it together. He was I a think, Yankee killer. Though. I think this is a huge year for Bo Bichette, in my opinion, and Kevin Biggio. Biggio kind of sucked <clears throat> last year. So yeah, it's a big bounce back year. For I think him. it's a big year for both of those guys. We expect what we expect from Vladdy Jr. You know who else it's a big year for? Mm. George Springer. I would also agree with that. He signed a big deal. Was hurt for half the year last year. When he did play, eh. So we know who George Springer is. Right. Or could be. <clears throat> Although I suppose, you know, if he knew all the pitches coming, maybe he's not as good as the on their so. On their opening day roster, their projected starting lineup, they have three first-round draft picks and a second-round draft pick, and that doesn't count Guerrero, Hernandez, or Gurriel Jr. because mm-hmm. they're international. Yep. Wow. Wow, indeed. Wow. Toronto is scary and should be the favorite in the division. Yeah, and looking around and and I think that's I think a lot of that is a testament to the Blue Jays, but I also think it's a big testament to what the rest of the other teams didn't do. Yeah. Um I I really don't understand the Trevor Story move in Boston. It's a little weird. I I I really don't get it unless Especially for the contract they gave him. Unless they really think they don't have a chance to keep Bogarts. You're going to pay that much, that guy, to play second? Um, I, that is an interesting thought. I didn't even think about that. If they're worried that <clears throat> Bogarts walks next year, then they have their shortstop. Then that, that's the only thing that makes sense for me to do that. Also, Bogarts being a free agent is terrifying. Exciting. Yeah, for everybody. <laughs> terrifying for them, but exciting for them. But, you know, we they made the playoffs last year and were actually kind of surprisingly good in the playoffs. Didn't they beat the Rays in the in their first round? Yeah, we were we were dogging them hard to start the hard. year. Hard. And they outperformed, I think, even their expectations. I'm sure they were not in obviously they weren't thinking they were going to be as bad as we were saying, but I think they were way better than even they thought. And right. Boston's a weird team because it's you look at the lineup and you're like, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, the hitting lineup's fine. And you look at the staff and you're like, boy, that's scary. And you look at the bullpen and you go, boy, that's not that good either. But last year, you remember Garrett Whitlock? Mm-hmm. He he was a rule five draft player that they got from the Yankees, sadly, who turned into like an elite reliever. Mm-hmm. They might actually make him a starter this year, too, because he's originally a starting pitcher. Um, they had guys just step up and do well. Remember, they also signed James Paxton. I don't know when he's going to be back, but he was hurt early last year. So maybe he'll come back in, I don't know, June. And then Chris Sales hurt again. <clears throat> duh. Right. But... But I mean, even, I, don't, I don't know how to feel about Boston this year. Even if Paxton and Sale come back, you're looking you're looking at Paxton, Sale, Eovaldi, Tanner Houck. He was pretty good last year. Michael Walker, yeah. Nick Pavet, like I, Rich Hill is 42. Especially in this division with the lineups they're going to be facing, that's going to be their their weakness. Yeah, is I, being able <clears throat> to keep those lineups down. I'm a. I'm expecting a bit of a bounce back year for guys like Bobby Dahlbeck, mm-hmm. who in the last two months of the season last year was on fire, and he was a former high, highly regarded prospect. Uh, they brought back Jackie Bradley Jr., who I think will have a resurgence back in Boston. Remember how bad he so was too. when he went to Milwaukee? Yep. I think you'll see a resurgence from him. I also think you're going to see a bounce back from J.D. Martinez, 
who for large portions of last year was not good. Not good at all. It um, makes a lot of money. So hitting-wise, I think they'll be able to match up with <clears throat> Toronto, Tampa, and, and New York. And that but, ballpark's really friendly to them. Of course. Yeah. And they and, build it for that ballpark. And I don't mean to rapid fire too much, but, you know, slide over to the Yanks. And honestly, it's kind of the same story as Boston. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the hitting lineup is, for the most part, the same. I mean, I know you add Josh Donaldson, but... That's a real wild card up in the air. Which Josh Donaldson are you going to get? Well, I think if he stays healthy, you get good Josh Donaldson. I think so too. But he, if he, but he's never healthy. He's going to be he's going to be solid defensively. Yes, he's going to be real solid defensively. So that's going to be nice at third, which you've needed. Yeah. Well, Gio's been very good at third, but um, Gio's been elite at third, I think. But Donaldson's just as good as Sorry, Gio. Gio was. who? Gio Urshela. Oh, I don't know who that is. You really favorite player? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, I think what Donaldson brings to the Yankees is something they've desperately needed and that's attitude Mm -hmm. the Yankees were soft as butter the last couple of years their leader is Aaron Judge but he's a Derek Jeter lead by example he's not like going to get anybody's kind of quiet yeah um the guy they had most like that was Brett Gardner but it's hard when your guy like that is not very good anymore and doesn't play every day right Josh Donaldson is a massive douche massive but if he's on your team you love him. You love him, and, and he's he's good for your team. Mm-hmm. So I think the Yankees got that out of him. And I also think that Kyner Falefa will be a really good defensive shortstop and gives them much-needed speed because mm-hmm. they, they were slow and strikeout heavy, and I think they've gotten – they addressed needs in ways that aren't going to always show up on paper. Right. So I'm a little bit optimistic, but also <clears throat> I'm like, ah, you could have had Corey Seager, guys. <laughs> yeah, and and when it comes to the starting pitching, I mean, I, I expect Garrett Cole to have a Cy Young caliber year. Yeah. I mean, he's just that good. <clears throat> uh, the risk is all high risk. The rest is all super high risk. I mean, Severi- if Severino looks good, coming back healthy, if he looks good, that's a good one-two punch. That's a great one-two punch. Because they're both ones. Because they're both ones. Yeah. It's the rest that I'm kind of like, Ugh. Well, Montgomery was very good last year. Um, he's not going to he's not going to wow you. Right. But he's solid. He's like Andy Pettit. It's sure. kind of who his top comparison is. And he's a lefty. Yeah. Tyon's a big uh, wild card. Right now they have Nestor Cortez as a starter. He was fantastic last year, but he's a reliever. He's not a starting pitcher. So they might make another trade. We'll see. And then also don't forget they have Domingo Herman, who's hurt. He also could be part of that rotation. So I don't really know what to expect with the starting. Their, their bullpen, by the way, is still absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it's it's still good. I expect Chapman to fall off at some point, but it hasn't happened yet. Even if he does, you've got Loisaga, Green, yeah. Clay Holmes, all yeah. guys who pitched amazing I mean, I'll, last you know year. I love Green. Yeah. Uh, and then the last, just to, you know, kind of round this out, I know we're against it, uh, are the Rays, and the Rays are just going to be the Rays. Yeah, the Rays on paper don't look good at all. No, but like they always. Never, they never look good. They never all. look good. Um, I mean, there's rumors of Glass now and Meadows on the on on the block, on the trade block, yep. Um, which I don't quite understand. So it looks like the same <clears throat> team from two years ago. It, I mean, it really. I mean, is. minus Wander Franco being a, a full season there, which yeah, is going right. to be very very fun for them. I've, and I I think this team lives and dies by their young pitchers. Well, you yeah. Know, I mean, I, is McClanahan the guy? Well, I mean, Glass he's supposed to be the, the whole guy. year, right? Uh, basically, mostly he should come back later. Yeah, McClanahan was quite good last year, but he's raw. And the rat, I mean, they signed Corey Kluber. Okay. Um, cool. Drew Rasmussen, former beef. He's going to be a starter for them. They got him in the Brewers trade. He was actually a reliever for them last year. They're going to do so many openers this year. Yeah, I know. Because Rasmussen's an opener. Yarborough's an opener. They they use Patino, who's a young guy, as an opener. And their bullpen's still really good. And here's their bullpen. Yeah, with just dudes that they make work. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, their lineup is, <clears throat> their lineup's not <clears throat> bad. No, it's go, a very Tampa Bay Rays lineup. You go Lau. Franco, Meadows, Rosarena, G-Man Choi, Yandy Diaz, Zanino. That's pretty solid. Manuel Margot, not bad. Mm. <laughs> Kevin Kiermeyer, old man Kiermeyer at the bottom. Well, he can't <laughs> hit anymore, but he's still a great fielder. <laughs> yeah. Um, gun, gun to your head, Mike. Uh, who do you take to win this division? Toronto. Yeah. I think you're going to get three playoff teams out of this. Um, boy, with the expanded spot, maybe you get four playoff teams mm. out of this division. It's wow. possible. Because you're going to get all the division winners, but then you have three wild cards. Right. So, you know, the AL Central is not going to have any wild card this year. They're lucky to have a division winner. And maybe the Mariners could be a team when we get to the AL West that sneak into the into the wild card. But you could have Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays all at 90 plus wins. Without a doubt. 
So um, I, I actually, <clears throat> until I see Toronto do this, I, I actually like the Rays to win this division. Okay, there's something about the Rays. They win game. They win the games. You're supposed to win. They're an amazing regular season yeah, team because they, they manage it so well with the openers and they keep guys healthy and yeah, they, 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 they they are really good at like matching up against your opponent. They don't drop random games. You know, if one of their guys is on the mound and they're playing a team that's not very good or a team that doesn't have a good starter out there, they usually win those. Yeah. And until they don't, that's does how it, does it not feel like we're all kind of waiting for the Rays to eventually come back to Earth again? Like, there's part of me that's like, how do they keep getting away with this? They're like Oakland on steroids. Yes. They're like Oakland on steroids. A hundred bajillion percent. How do they keep getting away with this? But yet here they are every year. Here they are. All right. When we come back, Mike mentioned it, and it won't take much. We'll get to the American League Central next and see what kind of dumpster fire will emerge from this. That's next. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. All right, let's get this dumpster fire rolling. Um, to be real quick, as we look at the American League Central, the White Sox are going to win. Um, Whoa, I felt like we heard only about four teams in the AL East that last segment. There are only four teams in the AL East. Okay. Sorry, Joe, you set yourself up for that one. It's okay. Um, real quick, the Tigers are not good. Um, they did sign Javi Baez yes. for a lot of money, and he'll disappear up there. Um, they have a guy projected on their opening day uh, lineup uh, that is a non-roster invite. So that tells you where you are. Well, no, 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 no. That means he's one of their top rookies. That's what I mean. Yeah, so he he's ranked as their <clears throat> top prospect right? and is the fifth best prospect in baseball. Oh, okay. It says that they're on the right. Spencer yeah. Torkelson. Yes, all right. Only 22. Uh, By I, the way, <clears throat> I don't think the Tigers are going to be that bad. Well, what I was going to say is I don't think they have any chance of winning this division. No. This team is like two years away from being potentially really good. Yeah, well. And that's why A.J. Hinch is there. Well, last year they surprised people yeah. by being close to 500. Yeah, they were bad. And that's mostly A.J. Hinch. But I think they made some moves this year that make them better. And, and you know, you, you bring in Javi Baez, which... I, I don't think signing Javi Baez to a big deal is Let's worth anything. Let's teach the kids how to strike out a lot. Yeah, I, I I don't think he was worth the big contract he got. But, you know, he's a big bat in the lineup, and he's a good good defender at the very least. They bring in Eduardo Rodriguez, mm-hmm. who actually had a pretty good second half of the year in Boston last year. Yeah. 
to be a veteran starter. You get another year of Casey Mize, another year of Scruble, the young the young starters. I kind of think the Tigers might be potentially second or third best in this division. Yeah. Um, and sliding over, you got the Minnesota Twins, who made a decent trade with the Yanks, getting Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez. They made a trade with the Reds to get Sonny Gray. I mean, hell, everybody made a trade with the Reds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I still look at this uh, roster, and I'm kind of like, I don't think this is very good. Yeah, well, it's funny because two years ago they were fantastic, right? And then last year they were basically returned the same team, and we're still and we're terrible, terrible, terrible. This year, I think their lineup is actually pretty stacked. If you look at it, if you give it a, an honest look, you've got one of the top young outfielders in the game that hasn't broken out yet, but is good in Kirilov. You got Buxton, who is Start has started to break out, but keeps getting hurt. Like I said, we're in the eighth year yes. of him waiting to break out. But prior to him getting hurt last year, in the beginning of the year, he's he was good. really good. Uh, you get Correa in the middle of that lineup, and you know he's a great bat. Uh, Sano hit 40 bombs last year. You got Polanco's a good hitter. Kepler's a good hitter, and you get Sanchez and Gio. I think Gio's solid. Sanchez is a high-risk, high-reward guy. Mm-hmm. Their flaw is their staff. It's terrible. You're, their staff, and I, I, I'm not kidding, there is only one guy who is hurt who will probably be on the staff but may not play this year because he got hurt late. It's Kenta Maeda. Mm-hmm. Their staff is Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy, Bailey Ober, Joe Ryan, that's not a fake name, and Lewis Thorpe. Who, you may ask? Who the hell knows? Kazoo type. Uh, He's clo- Australian. Their close is pretty good, and Taylor Rogers. Yeah, Taylor Rogers is fine. Beyond that, uh, yeah. They're not going to pitch anything. <clears throat> yeah, and I wonder if this is the year. If they're not good this year, I wouldn't be shocked if it costs Rocco his job. Yeah, I mean it's not his fault, but right. But they might potentially they might dump him for that. Uh, sliding over to the Cleveland Guardians, um, this team has this team sucks. Signed <laughs> two people. <laughs> they have spent less than four million dollars in the offseason. Miles Straw at leadoff? Yeah, baby. I follow this team, and I don't even know who that is. Yes, you do. I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, Astros outfielder. Um, this lineup outside of Jose Ramirez is pretty brutal. Oh, my um, God. Fran- I haven't even looked at it until now. It is. Franmil Reyes is not terrible, but he's not good. Ahmed Rosario is not terrible, but he's not good. This is the worst lineup in the division. Um, this might be one of the worst lineups in baseball. Uh, the real shining light is the staff. Starters and bullpen. Yes. Uh, Bieber will be Bieber. Cal Quantrill should be a really good pitcher this year. If Plesak stops doing stupid stuff, he will be fine. Savale is the same way. And then Tristan McKenzie is your high risk, high reward. I think he's breakout candidate this year. I think he is a huge breakout candidate this year. You've got two closers on your team. Yep. In uh, Karinchak and and I don't know how. Classe. Classe. Mm hmm. That dude throws like 104 miles an hour. Yeah. So this team might do normal Cleveland Tito things where they win uh, because they pitch well, but boy, they're going to score one they run fin- every they, game. They, I wouldn't be shocked if they finish second in the division. You know, they're not going to the playoffs, but I would be shocked. I would. <laughs> I would be shocked. Uh, I just think I just think that's how good the staff is. The staff is quite, quite sexy. And the bullpen. But I think that you've hit a and year trust in, Tito. in the AL Central. I don't really trust in Tito anymore. He's like not even finishing seasons at this point. Well, yeah, because he's dying. His body is is giving up on him because of all the chaw. All the tobacco. <laughs> he's like, I have intestinal problems. I have kidney problems. What do you think that's from, bro? That's like swallowing chaw juice every day, dude. Um, I think this year in the AL Central, you're going to see the first step up of the rebuilds of all of the other teams. Mm. And I think Cleveland is in a weird spot where they're not rebuilding their tanking uh they get the fifth best farm system in baseball right now so they're in the process of it i think you're gonna see kansas city detroit and minnesota all take a step up this year Mm -hmm. which i think is going to move cleveland down the stand interesting and then the reality is this lineup is the white Sox to lose um their their hitters are largely unchanged however they add josh harrison Mr. Versatile. Mr. Versatile in there. But, you know, Tim Anderson's got a batting title under his belt. Uh, Luis, is, is it actually Robert? I've always called him Robert. I think it's Robert. I think it's, it's Robert. He should be healthy for the year. As will Eloy. As will Eloy Jimenez. Uh, Moncada has shown he's got the stuff. We just need to see him put it together. Jose Abreu's not getting any younger, um, but he's still your power bat in the middle of the lineup. 
Um, I I don't love the 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 start the hitters, but it's good. The top half of this lineup's really good. The bottom half's pretty risky. Um, don't forget they've got Andrew Vaughn, who's only twenty four, who was once a top prospect. He has uh, played sparingly and hasn't really put it together. But third I've, overall pick in twenty nineteen. I've been reading some things about him that he is potentially ready to pop this year as mm. well. And uh, he may be in the lineup every day. It's their staff that's the best. Yep. I mean, their starters are all good. Their bullpen is the best in baseball, I yeah. think. I expect Lance Lynn to take a step back. I don't think Dylan, uh, Dallas Keuchel is anything anymore. However, Giolito, another strong year for him. Dylan Cease, I expect to pitch well this year. And you get Kopech. Full season of Kopech. And you get Kopech. a full season of Kopech. Uh, they've got four closers in their bullpen. Yeah. Um, this uh, Maybe three. I don't know if Bummer's a closer, but sure. this bullpen is scary. Yeah, I think I think it's top heavy. I don't know about the back end guys, but you've got Liam Hendricks, Craig Kimbrell, and Kendall Graveman. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I feel good about that. The only thing, I, my biggest knock on this team, honestly, is Tony Larusa. Still yeah. is. Yep. It, it was when they signed him. It always will be. Um, it always will be. Um, but Reinsdorf loves him some Tony Larusa, so. That's the idea here. And then, Mike, you, you're you a little high on the Royals. I think we're going to see a better year from the Royals than people expect. One, Bobby Wood Jr., one of the top prospects in baseball, number two in baseball, will be called up this year. If you saw his home run at spring training the other day, he hit wow. it so far. I think it's still in orbit at this point. Um, I think their lineup's actually sneaky good. Obviously, you got Whit Merrifield, who's not getting any younger. People forget he's 33. He came, up, he came up late. He seems so... <clears throat> so much like a young guy. Well, he's only been in the majors and at this level for what, like four years at this point, mm-hmm. which makes you think he's 26. No, he came up late. Um, you've got a good young infielder, Nicky Lopez. I mentioned Witt's going to play at third. Uh, Adalberto Mondesi is potentially really, really good. You've got solid veterans in the middle of this lineup. Salvi Perez had the best year he's ever had last year. Carlos Santana's on base all the time. Mm-hmm. Benintendi maybe turns it around. We'll see. I'm pretty excited about this lineup being better. And then also, most of their staff are young guys who have potential. Mm-hmm. Brad Keller, Brady Singer, guys like that. Keller was solid last year. Um, yes. And then their bullpen, I think, is also a little bit better than people think. People are pretty high on Scott Barlow as a potential closer for them. They traded for Amir Garrett, who has a high, high ceiling, but is all over the place uh, emotionally. Another guy they got from Cincinnati. Yes. Or another per- another team that got someone from Cincinnati. And I think they got some guys in the <clears> minors <throat> also potentially ready to come up. So uh, I would not be surprised if you see Kansas City play better than you expect. And you got weirdo Zach Greinke at the top holding it down for the young kids. Welcome back to Kansas City, Welcome Zach Welcome back, my friend. All full circle. I'm so happy for you. All right, when we come back, I guess we'll finish up the American League and head over to the American League West. This is the hot corner. Today, the fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Cougs with an 18-point lead. Five minutes to go in the quarters of the NIT. Feel the heat, baby. They do play on Friel Court. F-R-I-E-L. So we used to always say Friel the heat. Clever. 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 Cougs up by 20. Clever, I suppose. Uh, Real quick, we all take the White Sox to win that division, I assume. We do. Yeah, okay. We do. Uh, And then maybe most, probably the most curious division I have, maybe in all of baseball, um, is the American League West. Uh, we'll start with the reigning division leader winners. That would be your Houston Astros, said nobody ever. Yeah, no, <laughs> not my Houston. <laughs> uh, and this team, with the exception of losing Carlos Correa, which is no small thing, uh, is largely unchanged. Um, it's going to be really interesting uh, what that shortstop position looks like for them because you're so used to that infield kind of kind of doing that. Uh, they they bring back Michael Brantley, uh, and largely this team offensively is going to be the Jordan Alvarez and the Kyle Tucker show. These kids got to be the kids they're expecting them to be. Yeah, I'm looking when at the When this lineup. team was loaded 
with prospects, and then they went on to win a World Series. They had more in the pipeline. Yeah. And so losing Springer, losing Correa, at least offensively, you're not going to replace those guys defensively, but at least offensively, you're hoping guys like Tucker and Alvarez come to play. And they look like guys that should get it. The, I'm a little bit more concerned about Tucker than I am Alvarez. I think Alvarez is just a beast. He's a beast. He's Absolute so monster. Um, this team got worse than it was a year ago. Agreed. Looking at the roster just as a quick glance, the staff's not as good. The Although you get healthy Verlander. But we'll see. I mean, that's Tommy John Verlander. Right. Uh, the lineup's not as good. It's a very top half lineup. Bottom half's a little bit more questionable. Bench is fine, I guess. Bullpen is fine, I guess. Yeah. Brian Presley's still your closer. He's really good. Beyond that, I'm not really sure what they've got. Um, I honestly believe that this year, the division is the Mariners for the taking. Not like they're the favorite. Right. But it's open. It's open. <clears throat> the Astros are not unbeatable. They are not uncatchable. Oakland is not good. Oakland is full tank mode. Um, the Angels will always be the Angels, although they look good on paper. Boy, I don't think so. Oakland is full tank mode. I actually kind of like Oakland's starting staff and a little bit of their bullpen. Well, two of their starters um, are probably going to be gone. In yeah. Week. Oakland is so full on tank, they let one of the best managers in baseball go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how tank they are. Um, and, and you you know, you mentioned, you mentioned the Angels. Boy, this this offense, if everyone's healthy and plays up to their potential, not bad. Your top this offense four, is really good. Your top four is Otani, Trout, Walsh, and Rendon? Yeah. Okay. You get year two of Joe Adele, who didn't really pop last year, but still has the potential. I like it. Me too. I like it. Uh, you their know starting I, staff is... Hmm. You know what I don't like? Hmm. I don't like Patrick Sandoval and Michael Lorenzen. Former Red. And Jose Suarez. And Jamie Barria. And who is Noah Syndergaard? I haven't seen this guy pitch in like 10 years. Right. The bullpen outside of Iglesias? Eh, this team's not very good. They did just sign Ryan Tapera today, I think, or yesterday. Remember how good he was last uh, year? He was good last for year. For the Cubs and the White Sox. So he'll he'll be their setup guy, which is good for them. But this, this division, and we'll get into it a lot more with John next week. This division, the Mariners look good. To me, the Mariners are the most complete roster in this division. I think the lineup is really good. I think the starting staff has potential to be pretty good. Let's not forget they had one of the best bullpens in baseball last year. They did, although the names in here are still not exactly sexy. But uh, based on last year, they were good, and they just added a veteran today in Sergio Romo, who you know Sergio Romo will throw a 380 RA and eat a couple innings and have – Crazy windups, and, and if they get and if they get to the postseason, we'll somehow pitch really well. You guys are not kidding about every player getting someone from Cincinnati. Yep. <laughs> nope, not at all. <clears throat> uh, but this team, the 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 biggest thing to watch on this team outside of Robbie Ray is the progression of the young kids. Yep. What does Logan Gilbert look like? What does Chris Flexen look like? And then obviously, Ty France, Kelnick, Toro, and the big boy. Julio, Julio Rodriguez, Rodriguez, who was expected to be called up at the end of April. Also hit a mammoth bomb. Three-run shot. first at-bat in spring training, a mammoth bomb for a three-run shot. Do not forget, the Mariners also acquired Adam Frazier from the Padres. Love that move. He's at the bottom of the lineup. I absolutely love that move. I think it's really solid. <clears throat> and you put Winker and Suarez in there as power guys, although we know T-Mobile Park not exactly a power-friendly. But more power in this lineup. More big boppers in this lineup, guys who can drive in runs. You're not just relying on Hanniger, um, who I expect to have a good season. And that was the only guy last year who was really bopping. I think France had a great year, but he wasn't like the power guy that Hanniger was. Don't forget they're missing 35 bombs from Kyle Seeger. True. I think they're going to get 35 bombs from Suarez, though, so <laughs> yeah, they'll be yeah. fine. He'll hit 110. So did, 35 so did Kyle Seeger. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, on paper, in order, it goes Astros, Mariners, Angels, Rangers, A's, but oh, we didn't even talk about the Rangers. In my head, I think the Mariners are winning this division. Ditto. I, I'm right there too. I I think the Magic might be fully gone from Houston. I'm not saying they'll fully blow it up because they've got Bregman inked for a while and Altuve inked for a while. And um, Alvarez is amazing. And Alvarez is great. And we'll see what Tucker is. 
But yeah, I mean, and then, you know, Texas, I know we just kind of glanced over them, but their starting staff is atrocious. Their bullpen is atrocious. Their bullpen is atrocious. Their lineup is sexy. Their lineup is cool. I love the Corey Seager pickup. Marcus Simeon, also great. They spent a lot of money in this offseason. Yep. Cole Calhoun, Brad Miller, you know, they brought guys in. Got traded to them. Yep, they brought guys in. Do not forget how good Adelius Garcia was for two Mm -hmm. months last year, so Mm -hmm. you might see a little bit more from him, although he's already 29. He's one of those older rookies. Um, I think the lineup is really, really good. And it's Texas. They'll hit. They'll hit. Boy, that staff is not. No, it's really terrible. John Gray is your ace, guys. John Gray is your ace. John Gray is your ace. Well, even that, Martin Perez is still their number two pitcher. I feel like he's been in Texas for his whole career. Except they just got him back this year. <laughs> That's what I'm he saying. He was in Boston last year. Roster Resource has their third best reliever as Greg Holland. We. Greg Holland. Anybody. We. Anybody. Really, really, really bruff. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm with you. To wrap to wrap this up, I think this is the year. Um, I think this is the year for the Mariners to break out. I think this division is very winnable. Very winnable. I mean, for anybody, honestly. If the Angels hit their way to heaven, then maybe. And Otani has a Cy Young potential starter, and you get something decent out of Syndergaard, they, this division's open. I like the Mariners from top to bottom. Yep. I don't love the Astros. I don't love Dusty Baker anymore as a manager. Um, the my only concern is if the Mariners struggle, Scott Service will take the blame. Yeah, and I actually like Scott Service in Seattle a lot. I'm unsure about Scott Service still, but I know he deserves the chance to do it with the team that they wanted. Yep. Um, and when Julio comes up, and he will, and he will. This lineup is. I, I mean, look at the lineup and tell me it's not one of the top five in baseball. Where's the weak spot? Catcher, probably. Catcher, well, everybody's weak spot is catcher. Yeah. Uh, maybe J.P. Crawford at the top. I don't even think that's a weakness. I don't even think that's a big weakness. And you got to expect Winker to have a continuation of what he's been doing. Well, I think you probably expect him to regress a little bit, but you hope for you're the continuation. Ho- the, yeah, you're yeah. hoping for continuation. Because Winker's had a good year. All right, when we come back, we will get into the National League. We'll start just like we did last time. We'll start in the East and save the big boy for the end. This is the Hot Corner. Don't go anywhere. Tenay the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.